Good evening, and welcome to Was That in Good Taste? Your podcast for asking the tough questions. Like, what happened to the television shows I knew as a kid? What happened to all the memories I used to cherish when I didn't understand the world was as complex as it is? Joining me this evening is our host, producer, and also promoter, Dr. James Beery. Hello there. Uh, <clears throat> it is I, uh, Dr. of Thugonomics, James Beery. Um, this week, we're talking about the channel <clears throat> known as Animal Planet. The channel that over the last few years has gone, overgone, overgone through, gone through, undergone some changes. Some better, most worse. My compatriot, Chandler Phillips, the comedian. You like Animal Planet. <laughs> this is so fucking stupid. <laughs> I- no, just yesterday I realized I could do a pretty good Tucker Carlson, and so I'm working on you that now. You, you, the reason why you didn't do a Tucker Carlson, right? Because Tucker Carlson would be like this. Animal Planet was a show that I grew up with. They want to take it from you. They want to take the thing that you love from you. Oh, I was building up to it. What I just, makes you think, I had to... as an American, that they can take the airwaves with their liberal propaganda? You know what happens first is they take the Animal Planet channel and we don't ask any questions. (laughs) And then they take the animals. And again, we're left without any animals. Biden wants you to only drink vegan beer. Joe Biden wants to take away your steaks. I say the stakes are high. These stakes are our stakes, and they're not going to take them from us. They want to take your power away from you. And bring drugs into your community? This is not even a joke. I know this is a random tangent, but I really love how Tucker Carlson said without exaggeration. They want to bring immigrants into the country. They want to take away your power. They want to vote and take away the power that you have as an American citizen. How is that right? Wait, this motherfucker on national television said... Now, can I make... Just make it very clear. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> just to make it very clear. Uh-huh. <laughs> I love our tangents. Check this out. Immigrants can't vote for president. So what he means is, is well, that immigrants who come uh, here... Undocumented and immigrants... Have Children, like people who immigrate here, they can't vote for president. Can't like at all. Like if your vote, if you're, you have to. There's you have to like become natural, a citizen, like naturalized. Yeah, but there, those are American citizens, right? I just want to. So I just want to specify, like, because I mean, people who are American citizens have also immigrated. Yeah. So, but what, what, what he's saying is that they don't count as citizens, even though oh. legally they're they're citizens. Those people want to take away your TV. Animal Planet is not as good today because of the liberals. 
the liberals have taken your animal planet. One of their top shows, Pitbulls and Parolees. Should we be glorifying criminals? Whatever happened to Too Cute? I used to watch Too Cute all the time. Too Cute was canceled in 2014. Do the liberals not like cute animals? Oh, they would rather you abort your babies than watch cute puppies. Because puppies on Too Cute give birth. And that shows the beauty of natural birth. Obviously, the liberals don't like animals. It's obvious to me that if you're willing to get rid of something that is, in fact, too cute, what would you be willing to do with something that is not that cute? (laughs) Really makes you ask the tough questions. (laughs) Hey, and I'm just asking them. That's the other, like... The, the main thing is you have to, like, deflect at the end of it. Like, uh, oh my God, like the love. friend you ask advice and they're like, they finish the whole thing with. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know, though. I love it because I, I'm just imagining Tucker Carlson talking about Animal Planet. Uh, there's a thing that you saw recently. He did a rant about masks and kids, you know, and mm-hmm. he goes, he goes. <clears throat> this, but the week before that, he had a different one. He was like, if you see yeah, somebody the past like fucking decade, know, right? he's had another one. He goes, he goes, now, if you see somebody outside jogging, walking around by themselves with a mask, go up to them and ask them to take it off. Say, you are making me uncomfortable. Please take off your mask. Because, you know, the person who's a libertarian, DK, now wants to who, fucking who police. Thinks, who thinks, who's like, ah, do whatever you want. P- other people doing things that doesn't infringe or bother them physically wants to penalize them and then he said the week after if you see a kid wearing a mask that's oh. testament to child abuse yeah didn't he say like call child services <laughs> yeah, if you should... see parents with a kid wearing a mask and he's the same kind of person who would dock fucking dog's ears you know that right he's the kind of fucking person who would dock a tail oh totally he's the kind of person who would totally fucking do that shit he would get he would go and if he got like a nice rottweiler or some shit he would take it somewhere and have them fucking cut the tail off that he's the fucking kind of person that would do that i don't think he could say the word rottweiler so i think he'd go with something a little bit more simple he seems like the type of person that would have like a german shepherd a german shepherd (laughs) or like it has to be a german shepherd uh what is it the malinois or the belgian (laughs) The one that's very similar to a German Shepherd, but like even more used as hunting dog or work dogs or you know, um, it's so funny because mm, uh, bastard you would, dogs. Uh, before we get into what we're drinking, I really just need to say that there is a very interesting thing in Fox News being like the top news station on cable, right? And we're talking about another cable channel. We're talking about Animal Planet. Well. And we're talking about Fox News. They don't got shit to do with foxes. Animal Planet's got shit to do with foxes. <laughs> you fucking, if you look at cable TV, at what are the top rated shows, they are news, right? And they're cable news, and it's often Fox News. Tucker Carlson, I know that we're fucking joking around, but I swear to God, if something happened on Animal Planet where they decided that too cute wasn't going to be on anymore because they don't have reruns they don't do the show anymore but it's like yeah, reruns. No. 
I still catch my uh, pets 101. Yeah, they do. Uh, they Sometimes they'll show puppies being born, like the puppies like nursing and stuff. Mm-hmm. If they decided that, you know, because the channel's kind of like rated G, if they thought that maybe like that show might be a little too graphic, which I don't really think so, but I can understand why you might not want like fucking five-year-olds to, it's going to be a little intense. Right. Right. And they take it off. Tucker Carlson's the person who would be up in the air, be just like, uh, Why can't our children view donkeys <laughs> having premarital sex? But he would not fucking, he would not, he would, he doesn't watch, he wouldn't even watch Animal Planet. Oh, he no. He kicks puppies. A person like that kicks puppies. And people would say, well, James, you're being, you're, well, you're exaggerating. People like that don't like animals. People who don't care about other people do not like animals. Mm. I'm a vegan. I'm going to tell you something. People are really good at cognitive dissonance, right? People eat animals, but they love animals. Tucker Carlson doesn't just fucking eat animals. When he eats a steak, oh, I'm going to say some shit. He's He's raping a cow. He seems like the type of person who would sodomize a waterfowl. Word. Like, he is such a bad fucking person. Like... And by the way, I think that like Ben Shapiro is an asshole and like a piece of shit. Tucker Carlson's worse. Ben Shapiro thinks he's like talks fast and thinks he's smart. I bet you, you see a puppy. Ben Shapiro pets the puppy. If that puppy has a gay flag fucking dog tag, Ben Shapiro might not pet it, but he'll look at it and be like, hmm, cute. <laughs> Tucker Carlson would kick the fucking puppy. Yeah. He would, Regardless, he, he would just kick it. <laughs> you just fucking kick the puppy. You're Shit. like, oh, what's that? A puppy for kicking? You know what I hope happens to him? I hope he gets bitten by a fucking rattlesnake. rattlesnake. Yeah, because that's what we're drinking today. <laughs> we're drinking fucking rattlesnakes, which, of course, if you want to find out more about, you could always check out this upcoming Monday at 8 a.m. wherever you listen to podcasts Spotify, Anchor, fucking. Pocket Cast, Downcatcher, Downcast, Stitcher, whatever the fuck, wherever you listen to it, was that in good taste? Is there quickly channeling? Tell me about this drink. So we got a little cocktail here. It's a uh, play off of a classic whiskey fizz, except this one features a touch of absinthe to it to really add that little bit of numbing effect. That you'd get from the snake bite. And also that rye whiskey that we're using is a Whistle Pig six-year, 100% rye uh, piggyback. Their kind of premium cocktail whiskey that's done by Whistle Pig distilleries. Um, so with those in it, you get a real dynamic, real interesting uh, cocktail here. We got some lemon juice, um, a little bit of simple syrup, most Mostly the rye whiskeys kind of care. Excuse me, love it. Kind of carrying this this that team was too cute. But uh, then you throw the absinthe in there, and they're really just a standout player. the uh, The absinthe tends to take a little bit of the spotlight, but I think it does a good job at diverting attention. I think it's interesting kind of fun cocktail we, we definitely spend 20 minutes getting into it which is funny because we spent 20 minutes getting into a cocktail that i don't think we loved but like we had a it's good we we uh we had a moment about it it was fun it's it's kind of cool because i think that like people the rattlesnake is such a cool idea 
because it's a cool animal. You it know? is a really cool Animals animal. Animals are really fucking interesting. And one of the things... Okay, I was thinking it. You fucking said it. Animals are dope as fuck. They are. Hold on. I gotta, I gotta hold on. Because we're gonna do a talking about... I wonder if I... Did I record this? I don't know. I thought it was... Where is it not playing? Mm-mm. Oh, no. There it is. Oh, wait, you hear it? The following program contains material that is just too cute. It's just too cute. Viewer discretion is advised. Oh, it's too cute. Too because cute three me. People always think about animals as being cute mm-hmm. and stuff like that. They're like, think about puppies and kittens. But like, all animals are interesting as hell. It's so diverse. And before we even get into Animal Planet, like rattlesnakes, come on. Oh, like, well... So what do you think the cutest, what's the cutest animal? Honestly, I have a, ooh, I have a, some, I have a hot take. What's your hot take? I don't think cats and dogs are among the cutest because the domestication of the, the modern pet animals kind of upsets me a little bit because when you look at them, it's like we abused and genetically then their, their, their species mm-hmm. to be the animals that appeal to us the most. It's like a kitten is really cute because we bred them to be really cute. So it's kind of like really weird, you know? It's cheating a little it bit. Is, it makes me kind of uncomfortable. It's fucking really weird. Um, I, you know, like fucking baby calves are cute. And Well, they aren't genetically modified or anything either. I mean, it's not like we domesticated they totally, Actually, they are, which is really fucked up because, yes, but not to be cute. Well, not on purpose. Yeah, not on purpose. That's, that's the difference. We did, but not veal to be tasty. Is damn adorable. <laughs> to be tasty, but not cute. You know, it just um, makes it so much harder when baby it's baby birds. Well, oh, like baby robins, baby birds. Yeah, but like right after, but not right when they come out. Oh, slimy. Like not like a chick. Yeah, like, like a, a chick. Yeah. Not not like a like one that kind of has like a Bernie Sanders vibe going on. <laughs> no, like a little, like a little, like a little chick. Oh, okay. Yeah, like those. Like a little peeper. Like peep, peep, I don't really think peep, animals peep, are all peep, cute. Peep, I think it's like that's like one weird thing that humans do all the time. We talk about cute animals. They look handsome and cool. Rattlesnakes fuckable. aren't sometimes. <laughs> and like uh, rattlesnakes aren't fucking cute, but they're cool. They fucking make no. They fucking have developed. You haven't seen a baby rattlesnake. They're like little fucking. It's <laughs> I like know about that. You ever seen? Oh, actually, I have. Oh, out of a little egg, they're cute. The little yeah, little heads poke out, and a little. And it's like you ever seen a chow mein noodle with personality? <laughs> they're fucking adorable. Uh, I noticed in the notes you have a lot of notes, and unlike the cartoon cartoons episode, um, the reason why I don't have a thing for every. Uh, every era is because who had cable not me i'm older than you but like i used to go to my grandfather's house and record cartoons uh animal planet is not something that i watched well so it was in the same kind of programming block as food network and i remember that being so near and dear to your heart but the thing about food network is i think we spoke about this like food network aired and started in 2000 and when I, when I first started watching it, we didn't have cable. We had uh, one of the coaxial cables that was outside. And when you would put it in the back of the TV where you put your cable, if you don't have cable, you would get only the local stations. And, and you couldn't look at anything else. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, 
why I, I know why technologically, but I'm not gonna get into it. It's, it's fucking stupid. You would be able to get the signal for Nickelodeon and Food Network. Oh, uh, okay. So I didn't have fucking cable, you know. And then I would go to my grandfather's house. I wasn't looking at fucking like Cartoon Network. And the reason why I like too cute so much is because I used to go to my ex girlfriend's house in like 2015 or 14, and I used to like we watched Too Cute together, you know. But like I don't know any of that. I, I fucking know Steve Irwin through like early memes in the early 2000s. That's heartbreaking, you know. But I fucking I'm ve I'm the fucking vegan here, okay? I'm the one who loves the I love the animals. I just never watched fucking animal TV. I don't think you love them hard enough. Well, I can love them harder. <laughs> <laughs> so I you know, I didn't have fucking cable. I'm sorry, okay? So, uh one, can I just say why did they cancel too cute? That's that's your first <laughs> What the fuck happened to What cute? happened to Too Cute? Okay. And what the hell is an animal? That's it. That's all <laughs> I literally was trying to find something to put down. But I just I want you to walk me through this a little bit because I know nothing. What I do know is that I have Discovery Plus. Oh. I can give you the password or whatever. You got like all the things. I really now. do. It's ridiculous. I've... So you got everything from like Discovery Channel to Nat Geo yeah. to Animal Planet to TLC have, to HGTV to National Geographic. I have like a fucking huge stack of them. Um, you know, and I love to read them. And I used to read the Autobahn like like magazine. And they used to have like a fucking like the like a big book. Mm-hmm. And that's where I first learned about um Oh shit! What's that disease you get from ticks? A Lyme disease. Mm-hmm. Which a friend of mine got Lyme disease, but they didn't know she was really sick for a long time. But she lives in New York. They didn't know that she works near wood. Well, and the like, dangerous thing about Lyme's disease is like in America we tend to treat like those kind of simple illnesses with like chicken noodle soup. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And some Sprite, and that just exacerbates <laughs> the Lyme's. Oh boy, you know. So like I didn't know anything, but I I I know Nat Geo. I used to read the magazines, you know. I used to read about fucking little wolfsies, little cute wolfsies. Yeah. Ooh, foxes. Ooh. Those are the cutest baby foxes. Well, I'm gonna tell you what the cutest animal is. It's a cuttlefish. Oh my fucking god. <sighs> So, yes, Animal Planet had no fucking real impact on me. Animal though, Planet, unimpactful upon you. I will say that, like, there is a problem with one of the reasons why, as I got older, I never seeked, sought it out, is that there is, it's kind of, it is a little problematic in, like, exotification and <laughs> colonial elitism. You have the words right here. You're looking at my notes you now. You know, because it's true. You know what I mean? One of the problems with the, which it's hard because there are benefits where you bring knowledge to people who would never think about, uh, you know, lynxes and shit. That's what got me. Like, cause I, I watch, I was privileged enough to have cable as a, as a youngin. (laughs) And so I'd end up sitting in front of the TV watching Animal Planet for hours on end and just being like, yo, Steve Irwin is the dude. Mm He's just jumping into a river to take a crocodile out of another crocodile's mouth because he's just so that about crocodiles. And it, and it's weird because technically Steve Irwin would probably, from what I heard, doing really the best for animals. But the way it was presented on television, and it's like 
kind of like really cool, fun way. Mm. Well, so that's that's kind of the problem. Whereas on one end, Animal Planet was a porthole to. <laughs> you said hole. <laughs> I said port. Uh, <laughs> To, to nature and to wildlife and to conservationalism and environmental, like those first steps are being presented. But at the same time with National Geographic and, and Animal Planet in, in making these things seem so cool, which I mean, it's, it's animal. Animals are pretty dope, but you end up fetishizing the the aspects that they're covering so like on one hand it's giving you this glimpse into african wildlife but on the other hand now all you know about africa is the wildlife and nothing else and and it encourages people with money to like trample through and travel to more exotic locations mm-hmm. to not only hunt but like even just the observation of the animals disrupts their natural habitat it's it's overall kind of harmful you know especially when it comes to like like it, it like water life like oh like hydrology or hydroecology yeah like that stuff is you know there's been a lot of harm done from people who saw steve Irwin jumping in with crocodiles yeah you there know? was a um uh, an issue with um in Death Valley, there's all these um, like random wells that have occurred due to the uh, the groundwater, and in those wells are uh, little tiny guppy fish mm-hmm. called pupfish, and they don't exist anywhere else. And there's all these different subspecies that have developed in different wells. Well, these guys one day like ignored the the um, protected animal warnings fence and went and jumped into this. Uh, well, and damn near decimated an entire species of pupfish. <laughs> wow! Just because they were like, "Fuck it, we're going swimming with the animals." And I know, like, uh, you know, like I know crocodile hunter. Everyone knows crocodile hunter. But like, I I remember when I was younger, even thinking that was garbage. You know, an- animals like us, we exist, but animals that aren't humans exist, and they exist despite us. You know what I mean? Like, when you go to New Jersey, there's a big issue with deer and foxes. So if you're in a house, foxes sometimes in suburban areas will eat your fucking dogs and shit, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. But when you're driving around in Jersey, you have to avoid deer. So they go out there and they call the deer. Mm -hmm. Because the deer grow, they, they, uh, they, they breed too much because we've absolutely decimated their predators. Right there, there's no wolves, you know, in Jersey. <laughs> so since we've killed all the wolves, because you don't want wolves or foxes eating your dog, right? So now you're gonna fucking die because you're driving down, and a fucking deer is gonna jump out of front of your car. Your family four is gonna fucking hit it, and you're gonna fucking die. Well, on top of that, now you also have a road that goes through this deer's house, and people always act like it's the animal's fault. That's. The whole like shark infested waters things, like nah, man, no. they live there. <laughs> That's where they fucking live. You ever sh- go to a people infested park? <laughs> By the way, yes. sharks don't fucking want to eat you. Humans don't taste good. 
all those stories like, oh man, I punched a shark in the mouth. No, the shark bit you and was like, ew, you taste disgusting and they didn't want to eat you. It's like you ever get a chicken wing that has barely any meat on it and it's mostly the fried and the gristle and <sighs> that's us. That us. That's one of the reasons why I stopped eating meat. It's like you fucking eat like chicken or like a steak and you want it to like a piece of gristle. Everybody who I know who eats, like who doesn't eat meat like a ton anymore, like, people don't eat meat as much as used to, like usual, mm-hmm. like they used to, like, fucking 15 years ago. When you're fucking biting down on a chicken wing and you run into something, like, really gristly or slimy, people start, are now finding that disgusting. Mm. Because it's, it is it is really disgusting. It is. And all of that is humans. We're, we're, humans are lean. Fat mother, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm kidding, but, like, you know, my 600-pound life people who are, like, massively morbidly obese are not going swimming in shark-infested waters. They're also not well-marbled. Um, well, no, humans aren't. Yeah, that's... We, our, our musculature and the way we develop fat is not the same as, like, a fucking cow. You know what I mean? It's a bummer, I know. <laughs> Most fucking animals that we eat as humans aren't lean. You know, they're not just lean. And the ones that are lean, we don't eat the lean Parts. parts. You know, because it's grisly no. and hard and gamey. Usually, if we're going for something that is on the leaner meat side, it's because it's a younger meat, like a lamb or a calf. Yes. And um, we actually don't normally just eat. I don't, again, because I'm fucking vegan, but like I used to fucking love me some fucking lamb. Oh, and, you know, lamb. we don't just eat lambs. We, we, we breed them to be eaten because you can't just eat them because they don't don't taste good and you know animal planet has done a lot of that and so i see you have broken down by errors in the first era the flagship era i don't know shit about that but that lassie reboot was a was based off of the fucking lassie reboot movie wait the which oh lassie the lassie reboot yeah, yeah, from '96 yeah. is based off the Lassie reboot movie. Yeah, it actually aired on Canadian television, and then I could not afford to go see the movie, oh, no. but I stole the novelization. I could have just borrowed it, but I didn't. The novelization of the fucking Lassie movie from '95, and I used to always read it. And it's about a kid who they they fucking his family move him out of the city into like fucking like the suburbs or some shit. And yeah. there's like a lake behind his house and he gets a dog named Lassie and stuff like that. And I always wanted that fucking dog. So the fact that that was on Animal Planet, I like that. I want to watch it now. I'm going to be honest. I always saw the uh, collie that that was played or that had played Lassie. And I was like, nah, I don't like that breed of dog too much. What? It, I looked at it. And I'm like, man, that's got to be a lot of hair to clean. You weren't even alive for like the flagship era of of Animal Planet, October nineteen ninety six. I was alive you for were, a year and a for half. A year and a half. But I watched Crocodile Hunter fucking religiously. Even I, I mean, I didn't have even I've seen it because it's a, it was like probably one of, if not like the most popular show to ever be on there. I remember, like I used to play in in the like I was like three or four. And I'd play in in the family room, and I'd just roll up the the carpet or the rug, and I'd jump on it like as if I were Steve Irwin trying to capture uh, or re re rehome 
one of the uh, crocodiles in his zoo. I was so fucking about that. I had stuffed animals that were all crocodiles. I there was one th- like the th- I was fascinated with Animal Planet, the big big cat ta- big cat diary too. You got those that are just looking at lions and shit, lions and tigers and shit. Some um, of that stuff was the least offensive. The crocodile hunter stuff is also pretty inoffensive because you know this is like early this is like mid mid 90s to early 2000s the early crocodile hunter stuff i don't think did a lot of harm but it killed steve it killed him yeah and that right there is a kind of reflection of what can happen because even this person who's trained and educated fucking gets murked okay he he fucking goes in the water and he gets fucking impaled okay and it's weird i always kind of associated in my head like steve Irwin's death was more closely associated to like chris farley's death like, he was just into it so much he just like, like committed yeah. to his death. like they were just so fucking into it and so fucking about providing content for people and entertaining the reality is beyond that it's just that like animal habitats are not really under our biomes as they're called are not really under human control right we're part of you we're know in it. we're in it but like we don't control lions and tigers and bears oh my you know that's not what we do they exist despite us destroying everything around them so it doesn't matter how nice you are or how much you care about the animals they exist to live and if you're in a way they're gonna get you but i like to think animals kind of have an intuition that knows when we're there to help them or not the problem is when you get like the one asshole who's not from there like so I get into, uh, we talk about a little bit later in the mid-2000s, um, Werner Herzog has his documentary, The Grizzly Man. Mm, you seen this? You heard about this? Oh, yeah, I know of it. I know of it well, but I've never seen it. This dude went up to the uh, oh shit yes. islands off the coast of Alaska. He, he, he fucking died. Yeah, he got fucking murdered. He got fucking murdered by the bears because he fucking went up there trying to be a fucking grizzly bear. Well, no. So we went up there. He'd do it like for season after season. And he became a presence that the bears recognized in this area. Also, he's he's does it for a handful of years and he's the grizzly man like he'll go on fucking daytime tv shows and talk about like oh this is what i did with the grizzlies i go up and you know we're we're best friends now and then one <laughs> one season laugh, but he goes camping yep and oh there's a new one in town who just doesn't happen to recognize him because i mean it's new it's yeah. a new bear they don't know that he's the homie and so they ate the shit out of it. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's very sad. But, you know, what do you expect? I feel like people want to just level everything until it looks like a city. You know? Or yeah. that, or it looks like middle America where it's like plains with like flowers and shit. We, you want, know? we just want a suburb. But like, you know, the fucking bears didn't do shit wrong. Nah. They, like, they're being fucking bears. There might be one bear that's a little butthurt. That's just like, man, ever since Dave showed up, there have been less fish. 
Wow, but this Grizzly the, Man Steve yo, dipped. Some of these fucking shows. Fucking why do I know these shows? Oh no, I'm scared I might know more about Animal Planet than I think. Fucking oh, animal no, face. It's off. almost like we can identify with something more closely than you expect. Fucking <laughs> fucking animal face off. Oh, you fucking remember it. So okay. <laughs> we we concluded flagship era, then we'll get into the golden era of Animal Planet. That I think is ninety nine through 2005 and it's where they nail down what animal planet's about like crocodile hunter that whole show kind of spawned or spawned out of and and for that like david attenborough style of like um like you're on a walkabout Mm -hmm. and you just happen to be uh, a tour guide through nature for the viewers pretty and i might be again kind of inoffensive kind of even i think uh the wild thornberries and shit was like inspired by a little bit oh like yeah Steve, you know like the stuff is and you would you would think that the Irwin family fucking loves animals they're nature documentarians yes is the i guess the style of show that could well because it animal planet was started by discovery communications and bbc worldwide um so they had like a whole treasure trove of all the all the old David Attenborough and those type of like oh, welcome to another episode on the BBC where we <laughs> go check in with some of the colonies. <laughs> um <laughs> Anyway, the golden era that's where you got walking with dinosaurs, the Jeff Corwin experience, Planet's Funniest Animals featuring Keegan Michael Key. Which I, I, I saw the the fucking thing is like, and these are the planet's funniest animals. Oh, it's so fucking it's cheesy. So oh my lord. Okay. The cheese factor. It's it's America's funniest home videos, first of all. Like that's the show that they're doing. No, it, it literally is. And the fucking there's like a cat and shit and it's like falling, like the cat falls and it's like, oh yeah. they even do the little like uh narrating the video. Mm-hmm. It's like, huh, what's this? This wasn't in my cat bowl before. <laughs> wow. Oh now I'm covered in cat food. I should <laughs> should we host the I know, right? <laughs> Fucking animal face off. That one was fucking lit. You remember that, right? I do. Uh, Tell the good people what first animal of all, face the thing off about is it, about. What, what's the other show that reminds me of? What the fuck is the name of the other show? Shit. We oh, Deadliest Warrior. Deadliest Warrior. Like, so animal face off, they would take Nicolas Cage and they would take John Travolta. <laughs> and they would put their faces on different animals. <laughs> And then just have those animals fight to the death, no, the, gladiator style. This in a was pit. like it was like CG fucking. It was like CG animals. It was like can a can a wild bobcat destroy a panther if they were in a plains? You know, it's very Dudley's Warrior where like they have people talk about. Oh, that's dis- what I loved. They did like the whole like they would build a mechanical fucking mm-hmm. skull, and they would show like, oh, well, you see the skull here. You see the mandibular area here is large because they don't have a lot of outward pressure but they have over 15 tons of chomping force oh you must be talking about the saltwater crocodile (laughs) that is actually the fuck is because i know for a fact you can't stop a croc's jaws from coming down but you can stop them from opening with just like two fingers yep 100 percent I think it's really funny because that's exactly what i'm thinking about oh yep (laughs) i knows me 
the I, animal I fucking, planet. That shit, I also think that show was garbage. I also think fucking the same thing. Uh, put that with De- Delius Warrior, by the way, because Delius Warrior, in hindsight, colonialist and racist. I fucking sound like a fucking snowflake. But like they were taking like here are the Japanese samurai. And we're going to have the samurai fight the European... Like, it's like a fucking weird... We're going to have the samurai <laughs> fight the World War One private... Uh, like. Yeah. It's, like, so fucking weird. And it's the same thing with, like, the fucking animals. It's like, it's like whoa, a panther and a fucking lion. It's like... What are the planes and a fucking jungle animal? Like... They did have some interesting ones, though. Like... The- I wish they would have done more seasons so that they would have taken more obscure, like, animal influences. Because what I would have loved to see is a honey badger versus a wolverine. Ooh, honey badger. Over the wolverine? Yes. (sighs) Oh, you know it. I think wolverine's got size on them. Honey badger's got tenacity. You can't fuck with the honey badgers. And they're cute. Oh fuck, man! Are they too cute? They're they're too cute. Over a Wolverine? No, I fuck with. I think you. I, I think I was reading before that honey badgers can be really fucking aggressive. You know? Wait, what? wait, wait. Yes. Did, wait, what information? Where did you happen to come upon information <laughs> about honey badgers potentially being aggressive? Uh, probably fucking Wikipedia. Wait. <laughs> Are you meaning to tell me that the honey badger that I have in a crate back in my apartment that I've been trying to house train for the past three and a half months, this might be a lost cause? I fucking, yo, no lie. I think one of the worst things that those fucking shows did is they really just made these animals. Like, here's the thing. Animals are much scarier. They're bigger. They're more ferocious and just naturally more much stronger than a person. Celebrities. Generally. They're just like us. And these shows, in a weird way, humanize or anthropomorphize the uh-huh. animals where you kind of, they kind of, not even because it shows a dude like too cute, anthropomorphizes the animals by like giving them names and being like, oh, look at little Susie's chase. Oh, look, you're on my tail, you know. You, when you see those things, you start to think of the animals as what you see on TV, which is like, you know, they're like, oh, look how big the jaw is. But like when you see someone reach over and fucking hold down a crocodile's fucking maw with two fingers, that makes them look less terrifying. When in reality, just about any fucking animal, even fucking domesticated dogs will fuck you up. Dude, a squirrel can fuck me up. A cat a domesticated cat, if it goes outside and scratches, you can get cat scratch fever and you hey, can die. What is that? Cat Stevens? <laughs> what the fuck? Hey, cat <laughs> scratch <laughs> fever. Da, 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 you're you're da, so da, fucking da. stupid. You know, these shows kind of do a little bit of a, di- like, I'm not going to say like, you know, but like people don't fucking know. And my ex, Samantha, lived in Kansas. She was in Topeka and she called me. She's like, yo, there's a lion just in the middle of the fucking town of the fucking city what yes there was a fucking lion like a like a <laughs> fucking <laughs> you know it's a whole ass fucking lion now again lions and this is why fucking media is weird because lions they make you think oh lions are gonna chase you down lions don't fucking move lions especially male lions they rest all fucking day well yeah because they dump clips all fucking night you know? hey oh boy lions you know lions just fucking chill but a lion, just because they chill, don't mean shit. They'll fucking kill you. 
Oh yeah. They will fucking maul you without hesitation. Okay. Well, they might hesitate a little bit if there's like a laser pointer or something. <laughs> but that's if and only if. No, because well, their whole thing is they're an ambush predator for the most part. Yeah, they don't expend. I mean, this physics. Yeah. Big animals have to expend a lot of energy. You know, and the, the fucking lion is not running around because it's conserving its burst potential. Exactly. Short bursts of speed meant to take yo ass down. You know, people, you fucking think about. Oh, Same my. with bears too. Yeah. People, a bear is not chasing your ass. What happens is, is but that it can. People get scared of bears, but like, really, what you usually do is you just back away and you kind of leave. They usually will leave you alone, right? You try not to agitate the fucking bear, you know. But like, if you make the bear, the bear is just gonna stand there. Bears are not gonna stalk you. It'll stand there, and when it wants to fucking get you, you're not getting away. Here's a little terrifying tidbit for you: bears. Oh, bears. Have an unrecorded top land speed and can grow indefinitely. <laughs> that is pretty fucking scary. Right? Isn't it like fucking... Because, you know, we think of like Great American Grizzlies and shit like that, but those are not even... Those are... They're, those are big. Wait, 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 wait. Those, like, of the bears that right now, like in America, unless you're in Alaska, if you gotta fear any bears, it's the grizzly. 100%. Like, even Kodiak bears, which are a larger, in the same family as the American grizzly, even those are bigger, Mm -hmm. but a tad bit less aggressive because of their um, geological isolation. They'll still fuck you up. Don't Don't get it twisted. But, like, a grizzly bear might have a better pitch. No. It's so funny because, you know, I heard everything about brown bears, which I think brown bears are actually super common. Um, they're the most common bear. Yes. And they're not as aggressive as the American grizzly, which is super right. aggressive and fucking terrifying. I saw one once from like 100 yards away in a car. And I fucking... What was it doing in a car? <laughs> I, I was in a car, and I should have me fucking shook. Just even because I heard, I've heard stories. Oh yeah, those like, motherfuckers don't give a fuck. They, they will, they will get you through the. They, they will, don't care about windshields. You know, um, fucking polar bears, which you know, I know they're kind of going extinct because they don't really give birth, but they're also very strong. And man, if only those polar bears would fuck a little bit more, they could pull themselves out of this uh, endangered status. Oh my it has nothing to do other than Yo, that bear doesn't fuck. <laughs> what a prude! <laughs> now, so you call this the golden era? I mean, too too cute was during this era. Just so you know, too cute started during this era. So was uh, Pets One Hundred and One and all of their like major staples. Of, also, fucking um, animal police, animal cops. Star Patrol? No, not Paw Patrol. <laughs> The fuck out of here with Paw Patrol. <laughs> so Paw Patrol are the only first responders I trust these days. <laughs> and you want to know why. Yo, what would you do if fucking you got pulled over by the cops and it was like a fucking Dutch hound and like a fucking Dalmatian, but the fucking Dalmatian just put its paw on your neck? Oh, no. <laughs> Fucking God. Yo, yo. That's not a very good boy. <laughs> Paw Patrol. And this is uh, fucking Reno 911. Paw Patrol. What's the other fucking, what's the other kind of popular cop show? The comedy? Fuck. Wait, did you just group <laughs> Paw Patrol into. Wait, there's a reason. There's a reason. What's oh, the, what's the... Brooklyn Nine-Nine? 
fucking just cop propaganda. You know what I'm saying? Like, Paw Patrol is for kids. It's like, oh my God, the police are nice. They're puppies, you know, until they're fucking killing your fucking parents. Mm. You, you know what I mean? <laughs> fucking, fucking Brooklyn Nine-Nine is like the fucking police are nice and friendly, just like it's you. Like, they, they have social <laughs> lives and tell jokes now. <laughs> Fuck, man. Oh. No, that's why I appreciate Reno 911 because it's like, hey, the police are just as bad at their job as everyone else. Okay, hold on. Because we're going to fucking lose to, all right. Uh, Mirror Cape Manor. I want to let's rush through this motherfucking shit right here. Oh my god, the puppy bowl. Don't even get me started on this so, shit. So okay, that we have our golden era and Meerkat Manor era surpasses gold. We have gone beyond we're now in the pewter platinum whatever the cosmic, the rainbow skins, the that you unlock on Call of Duty. That's what is beyond. This is I'm not gonna lie, era. this is the era of Animal Planet I know. Because this is a heavy documentary era. This it's, is the era where there was lots of documentaries. And they had, uh, what was it, Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom. Yes. They had a lot of very cool, very good things kind of going on. And they had a good bank of shows that they had made in the previous. And this is when, obviously, I'm older now. And I had cable. And I'd be, you know, like, this is when I started to really start seeing. Oh, this is your prime. You know, this is my, oh, yeah. Nice. Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so stupid you know 2005 but, was a big year for animal it, it actually you know what no lie that's when I found too cute was like in 2005 and I thought it was the best thing ever because again I can never stop talking about it because it's literally and sometimes they do like they do like cows and shit and they're like pigs but mostly yeah. it's cats and dogs well and, look they didn't show the or they didn't call the show just cute enough to get you to talk about it for a couple of years and then forget <laughs> yeah it's too cute it's too motherfucking and then cute. The, it's so crazy because that show is kind of weirdly like fucking the end like there's like oh like they're like oh Susie's she's pre she's a preemie and she's you know dying and like oh my god is she gonna pass away but then she comes to life and it's like what the fuck kind of story what the hell is going on well that's what i love about like the meerkat manor style of stories where they'll just make up a fucking story yes. ab- they'll take this raw documentary footage and they're like all right boys let's put a fucking narrative to it oh my god but this beginning of the end shit oh this is the shit that we have like fucking at least my time to talk about but i want to talk about this because you mentioned at the beginning you're like food network me and my mother we still like food network but the same shit that happened to food network is the same shit that happened to animal planet yeah it's the same shit that happened to discovery and nat geo too which by the way i'm not mad at but like if i watch another i love chopped but if i watch another fucking episode of chopped i'm gonna literally i was watching food network they had a commercial the commercial during whatever fuck I was if, during uh, Carnival Eats was fucking like a quarter of an episode of Chopped. What? The fucking commercial was like a whole segment of Chopped. That's too much Chopped. <laughs> it was. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Everything's a competition show. Everything is like reality TV. Everything is like that, and there's a reason because it's damn entertaining. That's but what gets ratings at the beginning. And it says the beginning of the end. In Listen, the beginning. The reality TV show that you would see on Animal Planet, which I've seen some of those the, the products, but not, not a lot. Mm-hmm. At the beginning, it's entertaining. At the beginning, you're like, oh, oh boy, this is kind of fun. Well, because then they start doubling down on like the Animal Cops Houston, Animal Cops Miami. And you're like, oh, well, 
Well, now I'm watching cops. Ooh. But there just happens to be this innocent animal who's thrown into the mix. <laughs> Actual pigs. <It's- laughs> but then, well, guess what, though? Pig now, here's the big fucking problem. The problem is, is not that reality TV is bad. The problem is that reality TV is easy to film. Okay? Yeah. And it's cheap to produce. Chopped? You would think it's expensive? Eh, you pay fucking the three judges and the host to be there for five weeks to film three seasons. They have all the chefs come in. They don't have to get paid because it's a contest to try to win money. The prize is like $15,000 per episode. So it comes out to be less than $200,000 for for like a season or two. Oh, shit. That's not a in, racket. Not including... Not including, of course, the food and stuff, but because this is not a cooking show, there's no need for a test kitchen. They do have to do some research because the baskets aren't just random. Right. They have to have people who are like, pick what goes in the fucking baskets. And then, of course, they pay somebody to pick the produce and shit. But it doesn't sit there for 15 days. They film over the course of weeks, and then you have seasons. It is an absolute racket. It costs thousands of dollars per episode. Not including the prize, especially when you get the chopped, where they have a grand competition mm. where at the end of a bunch of episodes, somebody gets they a larger like prize. The, the double or nothing one. It's the same thing here. It's not like they're not paying the animal scale, but it's like fucking a camera with somebody who works with animals. Yeah, you pay like maybe three uh, camera operators max. And you're not, they're not getting paid well. They're part of the union. They're getting paid scale. They're getting paid probably just they're not getting paid a lot. Right. So I kind of broke down the beginning of the end was it wasn't necessarily that Animal Planet started doing these types of shows because like those reality TV ones and the other kind of themes that I'm going to talk about, they've been present throughout the inception of Animal Planet. However, it was the consolidation of of shows and programming that was just focused on these themes of either uh, like cops, animals and cops or first responders. So it was either like there's an emergency and we need a cop or there's an emergency or, and we need a vet. Like it was, it was one of those two. And then you had um, help me train my pet for me. Yeah. Which is like the Caesar Milan. Mm-hmm. Um, there was another, there was another again, house beginning cat wasn't from, terrible. Yeah. House cat from hell. Like again, these shows aren't bad shows. It's just then oh, and then the last one was uh natural survival stories. Like the I shouldn't be alive or like I I was bitten. Which and, I think really, by the way, like that ties into like this when did it go bad? Like, you know, because those kind of shows are people driven. Yeah, because and and by the way, you can't be mad at it. Like, you know, people like to watch people. People like to watch and engage with personalities. Podcasting is a personality driven medium. Like, I understand why it came about. It just Animal Planet for me in my formative years was so much of a educational institution, or at least it aimed to be an educational institution. Mm -hmm. And this marked a time where they were like, yeah, fuck, why are we going to try to tell people about animals? 
also be fair because you don't kind of need to. In 1996, DSL was not common. DSL or high speed internet, which is like four megabits a second up and down, like that didn't really become mainstream until 2000 and 2001, right? Mm-hmm. So getting information about animals meant having to go to a fucking library, okay? 2010, if you want to know about alpacas, you can just fucking Google, Google has existed since 2006. Well, and that too, if you want to just watch videos of alpacas in the wild, yeah. you fucking Google yeah, so alpacas in the wild. You, you can't be mad at the channel so much for trying to maintain an audience. Because also remember is that uh, the audience per show has declined by like 35% over cable TV because there's more channels mm. and there's more mediums. And by this time in 2010, Netflix had been around doing it's... discs since, since 2000 and since 96. Yeah. But now they were now a uh, blockbuster in 2007 was doing online and Netflix in 2010 was getting very, they were doing much better. They were having animal shows on demand was a thing mm-hmm. there were mm-hmm. you know and then of course they were diversifying which is kind of like so their type of discovery so they were spreading out some of the more serious stuff to like discovery and like nat geo because then there's a nat geo channel that's to, they got the diversification where then you also had nat geo the science channel like five more different discovery channels that... which and of course i don't know if you noticed or know this but like a lot of those channels like uh, Fox Sports, they have like their own sports network. They're closing it. Huh. No, no, no. Yeah, I think they're closing some of the, they're closing a bunch of this Fox Sports because they've diversified too much. Same thing, you know. They these companies spread their stuff kind of thin. So Animal Planet became less Animal Planet, and more people. Wait, so you mean by like 2010, Animal Planet became surprisingly, surprisingly human? human? That's such a, by the way, that's, I get it. It's kind of, oh, that's a pretty picture. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's a good, you know, it's, it's not a bad catchphrase. But no, also, but it's a kick to the fucking balls for people who like nature documentaries. It is though. It's like, I just want to come home from school and I want to watch some giraffes. But you could go, and if, by the way, if you have cable, you most likely have high speed internet. I could, but I wanted to just like, fuck, I was, I was just a kid, man. We was we was just kids out we there. We were just kids out there, man. Just wanted to look at lions, man. Just just wanted to go up and catch up on that Meerkat Manor drama, man. Now, finding Bigfoot. We oh. gotta we gotta touch so one of the shit all, all fucking three of these shows <laughs> at this time by twenty ten, I had What's what's the term where you like disavow something? I had reluctant. No, I turned my back on Animal Planet <laughs> because of the slogan "surprisingly human." But that wasn't just it. It was when I went to look on Animal Planet's programming for like a particular weekend. I was like, you know what? I just wanna I just wanna watch a naked nature <laughs> naked <laughs> naked and afraid documentary. Uh, nature documentary on animal planet let me see what they got coming up any any crocodile hunter will make me happy even even if it's the new reboot of like it's the irwins 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I mean, so I'm so happy for her, for them, for oh, like yeah. the whole family. They seem to be really doing well. And anyway, but instead, what did you see? Fucking mud loving rednecks. Oh my fucking god! There was a marathon oh, for six hours. What is that fucking fishing show they have on there? Hillbilly hand fishing. Oh my fucking god! Yo, I watched that shit once, and it fucking was ridiculous. But the Bigfoot shit really gets me. So between those three, it kind of no, seemed like... But the Bigfoot thing is really what made me not like Animal Planet. Because the Bigfoot is not real. It, they, did a, they, have, they had like a Loch Ness documentary. They had a mermaid mockumentary. Yeah, they did. And I'm just like, yo. They did realistic style documentaries that did nothing to say that they were false documentaries and and by the way you, you know animal planet is niche it should have just stayed that way you watch the history channel literally it's like world war ii channel yeah you know with like but then history channel started doing like bigfoot shit and like aliens and shit like that but like nobody wants to know stalingrad tell me about fucking stalingrad right like i want to watch how fucking thermopylae played out in five different ways and and some of you know it's sad but is Animal Sad. Planet gone? Is it gone forever? Is there is there hope? Is there no hope? Here's here's the saving grace for Animal Planet for the past ten years. All right, pitbulls and parolees, because that is heartwarming, and I believe pitbulls need more positive representation in media, and then. Fucking river monsters, because that was a gem of a show. I'm gonna walk you through what's on Animal Planet right now. What's what's up right now? So, I'm gonna walk you through some shows. I see Louisiana Law, Lone Star Law. Uh huh. Um, one. Hold on. Uh, wow. This is the morning. Uh, one, two, three, four episodes of Lone Star Law. An episode of Too Cute. Too my, cute. My cat from hell. Ooh, crocodile hunter. <gasps> crocodile hunter. Eight a.m. Come on, because you know, uh-huh. you because it's a you know secret life of the zoo, the zoo, treehouse masters, tanked, which is on your list of like fucking bad shows, pit bulls and parolees. Which again, it falls into that same. It it falls into the category of shows I have a problem with. But I like Pitbulls and Parolees. It's a good show, though. It's a good show, It's kind of cute. Like, I just, I, I think uh, it's an important... Two, two episodes of that. Another episode of Lone Star Law. Alaskan Bush... I forgot about that show. Alaskan what? Bush People. Oh, yeah. And right now, what's airing right this minute... What is on Animal Planet? Homestead Rescue. Homestead Rescue. Young dog mushers must defend themselves to, def- to the survive the Alaskan wilderness. It's another fucking alaskan show the only time they profile animals in alaska is when they just talk about the animals that help people do people things in alaska balto yeah i like that movie that, i mean that was a good that so like was balto pro vaccine i what's because wasn't that the whole like Oh yeah, because they were fucking bring, they were bringing the medicine. Yeah, fuck, you're getting real political out there. I'm not. Balto was. I just want to make sure that his political views are represented. The libs want dogs. 
dogs, animals. You trust animals to bring you your medicine? Oh, no, not me, I say. I say the liberals want the, the dogs to bring you medicine. I say I don't need medicine from dogs. What do they think I am? Some sort of beast? Some sort of animal? I think that God would say otherwise. And how would they know if that dog kept that medicine under the proper conditions? Who knows? They're sled dogs. They don't know temperature. <laughs> anyway, thank you. Thank you for indulging me, really, on talking about Animal Planet. No, I fucking, I dug it. It was, it was awesome. It was surprisingly human. <laughs> it was surprisingly human. Um, oh, before we wrap up real quick, it's been an absolute pleasure, but I have to say. Oh, no. The pleasure has been mine. <laughs> Don't forget to follow us on social media. Free, 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 free. Facebook.com forward slash was that in good taste. Instagram.com forward slash was that in good taste. That's it. I don't need, I don't need nothing else. Oh, this guy here. Bumblebearcomedy.com, oh. right? Yes, sir. Don't post nothing. Uh, C underscore underscore honey for Instagram or uh, Bumblebear Comedy at, or at bubble, Humble Bumblebear. On Twitter. Oh, oh yeah, you fucking fucking oh, I'm, it up. I'm fumbling this humble bumble bear. Uh <laughs> quick, Tucker. Um, tell me how the animal planet is making your kids gay. Well, to start with, there's nothing that will make my kids gay. However, if there is something that will corrupt them from the inside, changing them. From the children that I had known and turning them into completely new and completely different entities. Well, I would say the most likely channel on Animal Planet, or the most likely programming on Animal Planet would have to do anything that has to talk about humans encroaching on animal spaces. Is it not our space? How have the animals stayed there this long? They're always talking about Alaskans. Why Alaskans? I think Alaskans are over the border. Alaskans are the true Americans. They're on the fighting frontier. Unfettered by government control. I think we all should look at the example of said Alaskans. And try to fight for ourselves, our own independence. Is Bush people racist? Is the term Bush people racist? It's on Animal Planet. Alaskan Bush people, though. Yes. Right? Yeah, no, that's cool. Well, uh... Because, uh, <laughs> like, otherwise... <clears throat> it would be racist if they used it to describe an area where bushes were located in the same spot as indigenous people. But in Alaska, (laughs) it's either colonized up to where vegetation cuts off. And then there's no bushes where where indigenous communities are frogs gay. Exactly. Um, well, that was interesting. Uh, don't forget, of course, uh, drinking is not required. I think the fun 
Oh, Funnest fun fact oh, we should shit. go home with. What is it? Um, Alex Jones was wrong. There was never any chemicals in the water turning the frogs gay. But, but, I'm, I'm actually... I think that there were chemicals that were causing the frogs to grow uh, by genitalia. That yeah, the but the thing. frogs were gay beforehand. <laughs> the chemicals in the water just made it a real good time. <laughs> Ribbit <laughs> for his pleasure. <laughs> hey, oh, that was was that in good taste. Thanks oh. for joining us. I've been Chandler Phillips. I'm James Beery. Drinking is not required, but it is recommended.